Welcome to Fiction Authors Talk Books or Fat Books Podcast. This episode, I'm talking with my super awesome, totally cool editor about a bunch of this and that. I named this podcast Fiction Authors Talk Books because I wanted it to incorporate all aspects of being a fiction author in the discussions. Being an author is a stressful job with high expectations from both ourselves and our fans, so this will always be a chill conversation that probably goes off topic most times, but we'll still have some fun. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to see your favorite author on here, send them this link and they can get in touch with us at fatbookspodcast at gmail. We take all authors who write fiction and have been published as long as they're polite. Thanks for joining us and on to the podcast. Happy Black Friday. Good morning. Did you get all your shopping done? I've done no shopping. Well, we did a little bit of shopping when we were down in Disney. And the funny thing is you can ship everything from the store. So when you're shopping on Main Street. I've heard that. That's cool. So these boxes just keep showing up. But surprise, we have Donald Duck or whatever. I haven't I haven't decided what to get. My husband wants nothing. No one in my family wants anything. But I think we're looking at doing a family vacation instead of big stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's smart. The older one will be very excited. She's her her um, thing right now is looking up everything Taylor Swift, watching everything Taylor Swift, and uh, making lists of things about her oh on God, Google that. Drive. Yes. Oh my God! The important things you got to save the important things to the drive. Oh, obviously, yes. Oh her God. Christmas list is Taylor Swift, Karma sweatshirt, Taylor Swift mastermind sweatshirt. Oh my gosh! Oh my God. You got a you got a little Swifty there. I do. I love it. That's hey, you know what? That is way better than other stuff that they could like at that age. So T Swift, good job. Oh, it it could be BTS. It could be uh, Harry Styles. It could be some things that I just mm-mm. BTS. I like BTS. I can get behind Swift. Well, if I have to listen to something on repeat, I would rather listen to Taylor. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. BTS is a good is a good dance cleaning time. I don't know that I could like listen to the him, them all the time while I'm like writing or whatever. They're all one. They're kind of one note. Yes. Yeah. And while I love BTS and Blackpink, I, I, I just thinking about how the K-pop industry is just makes my stomach knot and how horrible they're all treated and stuff. It's absolutely not that our music industry is necessarily any better, but yeah. Once you, once, it's like once you know the curtain's been pulled back and I'm just always like, oh, you poor babies. Even though some of BTS are like not much younger than us. <laughs> yeah, they poor- just look younger. Yeah. Well, I was watching a video recently where the, she's like, yeah, my mom is like 55. I'm like, that woman is like 20. Shut the f- That is just not cool. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so I am going to tell a funny story about you because I don't know if I've ever even told you this, but... So we are now, for the peoples, you've been my editor for over three years now. Yes. And there have been times that you thought you might have to quit, and I legit broke down sobbing and like, don't leave me. So oh, no. you've never had to you've never had to doubt my love for you. We're we're I don't know who's Batman and who's Robin. I think you're Batman in this scenario because you're the boss of the stuff. <laughs> but this is the the not a bromance of uh, chick what is it for do we do we not have a bromance term for women huh uh, that's horrible sisters from another mister i don't know no uh well it's not a girl crush but okay our our editor author romance almost did not come to be because i think it was the second book you did now okay so for context i had an editor for years before 
and she has I think MS what it was and it got to the point where her MS was just too bad she was taking medicine all the time and she couldn't focus on editing so she had to you know bye-bye and then this was right before COVID hit no that was it was like so I had like a year before you of just in between editors and this one would work for a couple books and then it was a disaster Mm -hmm. and this one would be this or this one I was trying to ask her what she was used to or what she knew. And she kept saying this thing and it sounded like Chicago style, a manuscript style or like ALS, whatever the other one is. Mm -hmm. But she's like, yeah, you know, it's well known. I'm like, I've never heard of that. She ended up explaining to me it's English as a second language. I'm like, that is not an editing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then she mysteriously went to the hospital and her it was supposedly her mom texting me from like it was just oh god I wanted. So I was at my last edge of sanity and I honestly was at the point where I'm like I'm never going to find an editor. I just need to quit being an author. I hate everything. And then I found you. And from the moment you did the test and everything, we completely clicked. I was all excited about you. I'm like, this is my one. This is my final editor ever. I can die with this. (laughs) And you tested well. The first book was great. And then the second book, I think it was the second or third, it was right away. You made a Cardinals editor sin. And I actually cried. I was like, I was wrong. She's not going to work out. I have to look again for another editor. I was like, I hate my life. And... I don't. Then what did I do? You commented on my ending. You okay? And here's why. <laughs> here's why. I came from the world of beta reading. Yes. So I am not an editor by trade. I'm not a beta reader by trade. I come from the world of beta reading, and so you're supposed to give your opinion. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I wasn't supposed to talk about it. I was just supposed to fix it. Well, and every everybody's different. Every beta reader is different. I don't have my beta reader even comment much on plot. Because, and it's not even like I'm fabulous, I I can mess up, but I already have things outlined. Like, I know the process. You guys are, you especially are like, I don't think she would act like this, or I don't think she would, like, what was the one you just did for Sarah? You were like, I... There was one she, where, no, it was was for Tams, I think. I said, it was one of them. Yeah. But I said, I feel like this is super bratty. Yeah. Even brattier than normal. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, especially as as a beta, yes. And as an editor, yes. But like, even for a beta, I'm if that's what the ed author wanted, then that's awesome. But it in general is like a cardinal rule to not because we put so much into our endings and our be in our beginnings. It's very much a cardinal rule mm-hmm. to don't be like, yeah, you need to fix the ending or you need to fix them. And right. Your comment was like, it was very respectful, it was very nice, but you were like, Yeah, this left me. And it wasn't so much that what you said was like, you're an idiot. It was kind of like I had to lead you through because you were like, this ending seemed flatter than the other. Like, I don't feel the conclusion. Now I have to like, I just I don't feel like completed. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And you really want the next book, right? And you're like, yeah, now I have to wait to find out how it happens. I was like, then I just did my job as an author to make sure you pick up the next book. <laughs> and so, but I was right. And I, and I get even right. now, if you commented on an ending, like I'd be fine, mostly fine with it, but because we've known each other, you were this brand new editor with me and you're like, yeah, this ending, I'm not feeling it. And I was like, Oh, she gets to go. <laughs> so, and what I didn't realize was, so I think it was the first book. I think it was the first house of Garner I did. 
And oh, I didn't realize the stretch, the stretch of the books, how many were in each series. Because yeah, I, had, I think you thought it was a standalone you you mentioned or something after like. So I I had COVID, and so I, I was just COVID stuck then. at home, and I the first book I had COVID. Oh, I didn't know that. And so and I didn't have it bad. I just couldn't taste or smell anything. I didn't do tons of research on you. Oh, that must be nice that that was the COVID you had. Oh yeah. Well, the I second time, COVID. the second time was ugly, oh. but I didn't, I wasn't like researching you. I hadn't looked up your book catalog. I hadn't done a ton yeah. to find out how long these series were. Yeah. And so I thought, well, this didn't go as far as I thought it would, but now I know why. Yeah. I actually cried. I was like, I have to start all over and find a new editor. But your response <laughs> was maybe the, and I was kind of harsh. Like for me, that was harsh. I was like, oh, she's going to tell me to fuck off and now that I've talked to her this way <laughs> but I was it was in so much that you did it it was that I was so frustrated like I can't do this again and try and look for another editor but your response was immediate it was very professional and you did the one thing my one of my biggest pet peeves is people who just don't say they're sorry like everybody messes up mm -hmm. everybody makes mistakes just say you're sorry and you immediately were like I am so sorry this is what I'm used to I understand the line now um and thank you for explaining like your whole thing. And I was like, okay, for one, she wasn't in wilting flower. Who's going to start drama with me because I yelled at her for something. And then I was like, oh, drama. yeah, no, you've, you're very much. And it's not even like stay in your own lane, but like, you're very much like you're the author, do what you want. Like I'm here, I'm here to help. And I, there are many times where I'm, I sound so bitchy when I say this, but there are many times where I'm like, you're the boss. You just decide however we're going to do it. Just let me know. And let's stick with it. But like, it's very, you never, I've had editors, because like, <sighs> words, I'm afraid I'm going to upset you. So now I'm floundering. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I gave you another chance. You're you're very professional. And you were just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And it was, I'm so glad I did. I was, I was terrified I was going to regret that decision, but I'm so glad I did because you're honestly the best editor I've ever had. And why I, one of the reasons I say that is what I was trying to say. You We'll find what's wrong. Oh, what's the thing? We finish each other's sandwiches instead of sentences. <laughs> yes, frozen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how we are a lot. Like, you'll find something is wrong, but you'll put sandwiches. And I'm like, oh, I was saying sentences. And that's fine. I need you just to, you don't need to be in my head. I need you to find what didn't sound right. But I've had people, editors, that like, I'll switch it back to we finish each other's sentences. And they'll be like, well, I didn't know. I didn't. I, how was I supposed to know? Like, you didn't make it clear. It was unclear. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, nobody's yelling. Nobody. I don't. It's fine. I'm, I'm not upset. <laughs> but they get so defensive at times. And you're always like, you. It's your book. Well, <laughs> and you're always like, you do you, boo. You what, whatever you need, boo. And I'm always like, I love you. <laughs> You know what you mean. I well, sometimes know what you. Intended. I was gonna say sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm even. You leave a comment. You're like I. I don't know. And I re and I respond back with, I don't really know why. Yeah, I'll put in there. I don't know what this sentence yeah. means to say. I get the context of the rest of it, uh, but I don't think it's saying what you thought. So you actually are what people. I the most response I've had from the podcast is people asking to have you on. Because they've seen a couple, when Word did that different thing and you had to delete comments, you couldn't like flip through them normal way. And I published the book with a couple comments. Mm -hmm. It was one of our better banter comments where it was like, 
I don't know what the f- I'm doing. And you're like, well, I don't know what we're doing. Like, I'm <laughs> so it was a very comical comment. And people got to see behind the scenes that we're actually very friendly with each other. And it's not like um, a true. Well, we're professional, but like, I know your kids yeah. names. I'm like, I call myself Aunt Erin. Like, you know, it's not we're more even if we stopped working together, we'd still be friends. Yeah, for sure. We talk. Oh, yeah five six times a week we're always texting each other like where are you at on this yeah but i love the text where you're like are you alive like i haven't heard from you in a week that's weird like it's because normally i'm texting you like right (laughs) yes i have a very demanding up and down weird job and so it's usually someone is messing with my world and then aaron swoops in and says you okay is everything all right you need me to kill somebody in a book Or I send you something about Vader eating something or just goofy. I just, we just all need more fun and goofy. So I'm always, I'm that weirdo friend that's always sending video links and like weird stuff or. Right. And we should say we've never met in real life. No, we're trying to fix that though. I think we need to fix that. Yes. We need to, we we need a corporate event. I think absolutely. I don't care how many attend, you know, we could rent out a a she shed. No, no, just you, me and Lisa. That's all. That's, that's all I, I am. That's all of my corporate world is the, the the two lovely ladies that yeah. work with me and uh because i it, it is funny though because i i am a swifty i i love me some t swift and i respect her as a woman more than even just an artist i think she's very kick-ass and just i'm jealous because i've had stuff with my publishers and everything and she just walked right around it and i got bulldozed by it so like i don't have a team like her right she comes out smelling like like roses no matter what she does so that is that's a dolly Parton skill that's a that's a skill if you have so you wanted me to go to a concert and i was like yes I love you and I want to hang out with you uh, legit. And I was like, Oh, why did she have to concerts are very overwhelming for me. And I now I'm going to try and see for sure and get an ADHD diagnosis if I have it, but it makes more sense now that mm-hmm. I've done research on it. It's always, I just, they're always very overwhelming. The only few that I've really ever enjoyed were outdoor. Um, what is that one that used to be on the south side of Chicago in the suburbs, that outdoor pavilion. That was the only place I ever liked to go for concerts. Um, but especially inside, everybody else is yelling, everybody else is singing, so I can't hear the person. I am the fuddy-duddy at concerts mm-hmm. who want to tell people to sit down and shut up. Um, but mostly because... Well, they're sort of they're sort of indoor-outdoor because most of them are in stadiums, so you can see the sky. But the one I went to was very, very loud. It's very loud, and it's very from all different sides. But I, I do mm-hmm. want to. If there were two concerts that I would try to force myself through, maybe if I get on meds or so- something gets easier in my life, it would be T. Swift and uh, Pink. I love me some Pink. Oh, yeah, yeah. But those are the two. But yeah, I just, I was like, can we just go to wherever and, and have fun? I was like, what about a spa week? And you're like, what? <laughs> I was like, let's just go be, because I haven't had a vacation since I lived in like Colorado and that's over 10 years and it was to Vegas and it was a disaster. So I'm like, whatever. Okay. Well, I love planning them. I don't. So I will plan the whole thing. I will give you my card. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, the three of us are like almost the same age. I think you're the youngest, but yeah. And then, so Lisa's a bit older than you and just the three of us, I just, I just want us to have massages and cucumber water and just hang out and do nothing and like just be spoiled princesses that is my idea of a corporate hot stone massages and leer at cute cabana boys or something i don't know like sounds incredible i'm in 
because I am always busy. Well, that too. But your vacations are always exhausting. You're like, yeah, we walked like 10 miles at Disney and ran to this. And then I had to catch the flight. And it was like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm tired. <laughs> just tired hearing this. So I'm like, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm like, you just need to stop. You need like an excuse. To, at least the two. Both you guys just need like, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Relax. Well, all of our vacations, my, my husband, my husband feels super guilty if we don't take the girls with us. So then it's like us catering to them the whole time. Like, I don't feel like my parents did that. No. It was like, you exist and you will be quiet and you will get meals when we get meals. And the rest of the time we're going to do adult stuff. I remember my sister bullying me and when we were on vacation and we used to spend a lot of time in Florida because my dad would have like a month off furlough and my grandpa used to be like property manager maintenance guru of very expensive condos so we could like sublet the condo for a few weeks or a month or however long but and my parents used to be like mm -hmm. this is the best of the best vacation especially my dad and you will enjoy it and you will not complain and you will realize how spoiled children you are but I remember my sister was bullying me and I said something and I didn't even now looking back I was very young I was probably like five or six I didn't mean it as like I was thinking of committing suicide, but I said something about how I'm going to go hold my breath in the deep end of the pool. Like I just like it was supposed to be like in protest kind of like in my mind. I don't know. I was a child and whatever. I just said whatever I said. Um, but I remember mm -hmm. my mom snorting and going, well, fine, go drown yourself. And I was like, wait, well, how did we get to that? Like it didn't even click to me that I was what I was kind of saying. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah, I just okay, go ahead. And I was just like, I, it's, I was just like, I just don't want people to be like, yeah. So my parents were a lot like that. Like, yeah, go ahead. I dare you. I remember getting kicked out of the house so many times, even super young. My dad would literally t tell me to get out of the house. And then my mom would come home from work and she'd yell at me for what am I doing outside and go back inside. Don't be drama. And I <laughs> like, People wonder why I say I'm sorry so often or I'm such a like people pleaser and like, don't be mad at me. And even the one time you didn't respond recently. And I was like, are you mad at me? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. And you're like, I'm fine. No, no, not at all. I think you do need to work on punctuation when you talk to Siri. Oh, my God. My car. <laughs> yes, I was I was parsing your your uh, message for uh, natural ends to the, the statements. And so, no, I had several things that happened at work that yeah. day and um uh, i was ready to get the hell yeah. out of there my car is so funny but what makes me mad is it'll read it back to me fine and then i look at it later and it's like my friend here is going on a trip to germany with her mom when it read it back to me it was fine and it said something about like her tingling passport and i was like is that a new adult toy <laughs> that's what she was like what are you what are you sending me here i don't know what to do with this and i was like Okay, I said, are you tingling with excitement about your trip and do you have your passport? And she's like, that makes way more sense. But I, but it read it back to me fine. So I have issues with my car sometimes, but it's super funny also. Like I, I text my other friend here and she's like, what? Just what? She's like giggling like, what was that? I think your screen name forever should be tingling passport. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's, I mean, oh. or your band, if you ever start a band. Oh, tingling yeah. Passport. Yeah, that would people need to hear that, my singing of all things. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I don't know how to play an <laughs> instrument. I was uh, my piano teacher when we were kids told me I was useless and I had two stumpy fingers to go sit in the corner and she'd only teach my sister. Oh. Man, you were getting it from all sides. Oh yeah, I was I was horribly bullied by many a people's. <laughs> it's there's a reason I know how to write characters that have been so abused. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not really funny, but now I've got the giggles because I couldn't sleep. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, first I'm going to answer for you, but then I want to know your question. I love how I didn't even come up with questions for this. It was so last minute and everything. But since I talked about how you, you know, made boo-boos, what is the hardest part of working with me? But I know the answer, or it might not be your answer, but I know the answer it should be, is how sensitive I am. Because especially when we first started, I think it was like the fifth or sixth book we did, and you were like, that was great. I loved, you know, I loved it. It was, and then the next one, you're like, that was good. I, you know, and I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Good. Why, why is it only good? Last time it was great. (laughs) I'm super sensitive. I know this. And it's so sad because now you just don't say anything. (laughs) Well, no, I just, I mean, I've read so many books. It's hard to say like, good, great, you know, and, and there are times when I'll read one and I think, man, that was that was an explosion. Like there's going to be a big impact from this one, or there's going to be yeah. a lot of chatter about this one. Oh no, you're totally normal. It's me. There's, I don't, there's no, there's no reason for me to tell you. Yeah. Otherwise you've learned to just, you're, I'm an idiot. And I, and I was even talking to my friend. She's like, she's like, why are you taking this? She's like, she didn't say anything wrong. She didn't say the book was bad. I'm like, I know, but last time she said it was great. Why is it only good? She just looked at me and she was like, you're a handful. I feel bad for your editor. I was like, I know. No, I was going to say, and this is no nothing to do with you, is that you provide me with, you know, extra income and you're doing things and you're always willing to say like, oh, here's some extra things for you to do. I know you're going on a trip. You're so, so kind about that. And so I have this constant low level of stress because I have things that I owe you and it's absolutely nothing to do with you. It's all to do we with me. We have a waiting list going on. It gives me anxiety, but like, because I know, like, I hate having that kind of stuff listed. You always seem calm about it. So I'm, I'm shocked you're saying that that's stressful or you're like, oh my God, because I'm, I'm chill about it. Like, as long as we focus on the next release, the stuff will get done when it gets done. Do I want it yesterday? Of course, because I'm an impatient wench, but like, it's fine just sitting in there. (laughs) No, it is. Like I said, it has nothing to do with you, but like, if everything's done for my job, if all my laundry's clean, my kids are fed and my house is clean, there's still a book. And so it's like, I have this constant, like low buzz in my brain. Like I've got to get to that. I've got to do that. And so it's not that it's, there's nothing hard about working for you. Oh, come on. No, it's all on my side. It's me like, oh, I haven't responded to her or, oh, I haven't done this. It's not, even if you make a comment, sometimes I'll read between first and second round. When I read the comments, I'm like, man, she's mad at me about this. And then I think, no, she's not. She was just whatever was going on when she responded. I'm reading it three days later and it's all gone away by then. Generally, yes, that's very true. And I am just in it. Or there have been times like I warn you, like I'm typing in bed with Vader all over me. Like the the comments will be shorter. Like I normally explain it. I think the only thing that I ever get kind of snippy about, and even I admit it's petty and it's stupid, is like when we and it's not even you I let it slide too or every it's a mistake everybody makes but it's the one that I get picked on the most for and so it just irks me not so much that we make that mistake 
but that I know people are going to give me shit about it. And that's like the counts. I think the last one was council members. You changed it to one word and it's supposed to be two words or councilman and councilwoman. And I, every time I see it, I just like, I twitch because, and it's not even like, so what we have it on our list. Like you made a mistake. I don't care. You said your story. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But it's just mm-hmm. in my mind that ringing like somebody is going to bright is going to if, 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 we, if we let that the kind of thing slide, I'm going to get a review that the editing sucks and da, 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 they can't even keep their words straight. But in general, we're really good about it. Like even the eco gym thing and like, how did we do this? And like, so that's really the only time I get not snippy. Yeah, I get kind of snippy sometimes, but I don't mean to. It's just it's like we have to keep this. It's more like a desperate plea. We have to keep this straight. <laughs> I don't take it as sippy. No. Not at all. I think I you're feel just keeping me sometimes. in line. Like, I'm just being Sometimes I'll take you, like the half-siblings, half-sister, half-brother thing. That is a nightmare. Oh, God. that Your, your text was so funny. I was like, listen. <laughs> but it was so funny. Before you see this, just know that someone in the universe at Merriam-Webster said half-sibling is what half siblings hyphenated but half brother and half sister aren't and that makes zero sense yeah but you're gonna see it and you're gonna think that i'm nuts but that's how it is but i love when you do that because you're right i almost forgot about that text because i looked at it like days later and i was tired and i was like what the i'm like oh wait nope she warned me but yeah i love when you do that and it's (laughs) it's super funny yeah i get this this text from my editor okay the book's almost done just so you know Miriam Webster is crazy. Half sibling is this and half brother and half sister are this. It's not my fault. We can do it however you want though. Like please don't be upset or don't think I'm I'm I think you said don't think I'm slacking or something. I just laughed. I'm just going through there thinking who decided this and I know Aaron's going to come back and be like you missed this. What is this? And mm. I wanted to get in front of that. In general, I when that kind of stuff happens, I do tend to look it up on my own because I'm not like that lazy. And um, no matter oh, what yeah. some people say, I'm a lazy author or whatever. Um, I I do tend to look it up. It's more when we can't find it or it's not even in the dictionary because I'm making up words mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, what did we do last time or how did we handle what's still on the list and i don't even have a copy of the list you're just the boss of the list of weird spellings right and i just i'll look for a word that's similar you know if they're like i can't even think of an example but i'll look for a word that's similar and see if it's hyphenate or see if it's one word and then we just wing it yeah no we don't wing it but we just sometimes we we wing it yeah it's as long as we're consistent, I don't I tend to not care about the answer. It's when it goes back and forth and I reread old books and I'm like, mother. F- what one that sticks out to me is Pop-Tarts when you did the different Pop-Tarts and Kellogg's bless their souls. They made wildberry Pop-Tarts three different ways, three different boxes. Yeah. And I said, pick one. you were going to lose your mind. Marketed this three different ways over the years. Just pick one. Yeah, and you were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know the right answer. And that was the one time I was like, I don't care. Or that's not the only time I'm like that. But <laughs> I, in general, I'm like that. I'm like, I don't care. Like, whatever whatever answer you like. The only thing I really get picky about is Mother Trucker is two words to me because that's a Chicago thing. I know Merriam-Webster or whatever says it's one word. But if you say it right, it's two words. 
and the ellipses. I know I don't do ellipses like everybody else, but that looks so much better to me to have the space and then the the capital letter. Yeah, and I mean, you rolled with that very easily. Like, it's not that hard of a thing. But I've had editors that I've already worked with and this was part of the problem, like the inner room ones, is like I had already worked with them on the book and then they get to the next book and they changed every ellipse. And you're like, are you stupid? You have to be stupid to see that I did something consistently in the book. So clearly that's how I do them. And you changed every single one. And you're just like, <sighs> like right. that's Once you tell me to do something, I will typically... <laughs> I will typically just leave it alone. Yeah, I mean, you're not perfect. I don't want I don't want a robot. So like, yeah, in general, in general, you're very good at that. Like reminding you or saying one thing. You generally don't make like mistakes. Like it's the only thing that you do and you you laugh at it too is sometimes you'll put in a comma and there'll be a space first and you're like, yeah, my cat touched the laptop or my kids were right. <laughs> just like the editor. Oh, yeah, randomly in a K in the middle of a word. Yeah, like something, or, but it's like you meant to put it in a comma, but for some reason you stuck a space in first. And I, that's and it makes me laugh now. But when we first started, I was like, how can an editor not notice that they put it in that way? Like, oh my God, she's going to miss so much. Because, you know, I have anxiety. <laughs> sure. Now sure. I'm just like, oh, the kittens were on the laptop. <laughs> oh, the cats. Yes. One thing, if your readers haven't noticed, is you do not like a semicolon. You are a you are against semicolons in between sentences because you don't feel like that's the way people actually talk. So I so you kick them back. You don't like them when I do it. I wait. Is semicolon the one with the two dots or the no? That's the dot and the the comma. One dot. Yep. The winky face. Yep. I am completely fine with semicolons. I really am. I was... You kick them back every time I do it. Not every time, but I do, I do tend to kick them back. And it's not even that I make the conscious decision. It's a knee jerk because of other editors who have tied me up. And when I first started, especially, I used to use them a lot more and not excessively or anything. But I had two different editors from one of my publishers that are like this is bullshit writing this is this you will never make it as an author if you use like they drilled it in my head that published books do not have semicolons and so like sometimes I just change it I don't even realize I'm doing it until like I see it later and I'm like oh well that works too <laughs> but I honestly don't have a problem with it it's just I got so beat up about it that I'm just like no no semicolon oh my well, god now oh my I god. know now I know Somebody's your story now I know why <laughs> Yeah. So I'm fine if you add them in. You, I just have to, I've, I've gotten better. Like, cause there was, I think one you add in the last book that I didn't like, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, I really don't have a problem with it. It's just that knee jerk reaction in the back of my head that you can't do yeah. that. <laughs> I was a boost. <laughs> I was a boost. Even my last full-time editor, she used to, oh God, what was it? She used to hate that I would do anything in like italics. It'll turn off readers. You can't do this. And it's da, da, da. like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I don't like when people make anything blanket mm -hmm. statements. Like, oh, readers don't like this. There are 15 bazillion different readers and we all like different. Like, don't tell. That's what I always used to get mad about with certain editors. Like, readers don't like this. Do you know them all? <laughs> Have you met them all? Let me know when you talk to them. Well, like, there's, there's so much. It's, and you there's never so do that. in your book and, and communication between your books communication between people in their minds you have to differentiate it somehow or everybody's gonna throw their yeah. hands up and well, who's talking yeah we do it by mm -hmm. chicago style or manuscript the rules 
I know not everybody uses Chicago or there's options in Chicago for things like the ellipses, but we, we, we actually do it the right way by the rules. And so I just, I get mad, especially when editors try to be like the co-author and like, oh no, fans don't like this. It's like, you don't know my fans. You've been here for Uh two seconds. Like, and you've never done any of that. And that's why I'm like, when you were having trouble with work and da da da, and you were like, I don't know if I, I'm like, <laughs> don't leave me. Please don't leave me. We'll stick it out. I'm like, well, delay releases. We can, we can, we can figure this out, please. And aren't you glad that you did, that I was right, that we could just stick it out and figure it out? For sure. And, and the first year I took a promotion. So the first year at my, new position was brutal yeah and you were very understanding i hate your job it's it's a thankless industry yeah i know you need to do it for to like live yeah i just i hate i hate your job i hate the way they treat you i hate your boss i i hate the you have to deal with i hate it all and i that's if i that's why i played the lottery that one time i was like we'll just buy next door mansions like if i win the lottery you lisa and my friend here could you just buy all the mansions and we'll all be it would have been perfect (laughs) and my friend here you you and lisa were like okay i don't know about the east coast or how that will work out and my friend here is like he he can't be that far outside of boston i was like really for a free mansion you can move you have a plane you can get anywhere Oh, i don't know about it it's not that far outside of boston it was just on the south side by the by the ocean but yeah, it was like for that kind of he'll he'll be fine. Like you guys don't go in the office that often. Like what a thing to bitch about. It's all free, but there's contingencies. You were like, sure. Can I have a pool boy? Oh like, yeah. Can I uh, have a chef? I just would like a chef. Oh man, pool boy and a chef. You're you're spicy. You're I like sp- to cook, but it's no fun when you have both. But you're spicy. Cooking's only fun when you choose yeah. to cook. That's true, and it sucks to cook for one because then you eat mm-hmm. it for fourteen years. I'm doing better with the pre-made stuff and like how to get like the little salads that are not really a full meal, but then you add stuff to it and it's kind of really helped. I really do think I have ADHD. I'm when I go for my physical in January, I'm going to ask, I already forgot what I'm supposed to ask for, but it's a specific, like this is the test for ADHD. Oh yeah. There's a screener. There's a, there's a question thingy. And I mean, they could do a brain scan. I believe that they can. Yeah, there's there are ADHD differences in the brain, but I don't know if you want to go that far. They're, they're handing that med, those meds out like candy. Yeah, I I don't even know that I necessarily because well, I've heard there's different types of meds, and like I everybody always thinks Adderall and like the high and like I, I that's why I never wanted to admit it, never wanted to really look into it. I didn't want, but there was one I was there's a content creator I was following, or I am following that is very gentle about like she's the one that made me realize oh this this is me um because like everybody thinks of like forgetfulness and um always being late time blind and, and i don't have those but i hyper focus and i have a lot of other of the symptoms like the concert thing there's a lot of stuff that is just normally chalked up to anxiety or i'm too sensitive because you know we're at that age when we're old enough where it used to be you were medicated for being extra introvert. I remember having a doctor and when I was in college put me on, I think Paxil because to help me fix my introvertness basically. And now it's accepted. Now it's different. Now it's whatever. But you know, the, the amount of women I apparently who are in their thirties and forties that are like realizing, Oh, I have ADHD. It's a real thing. Like it's kind of shocking. But like, at first I kind of felt like, you know how everything gets blamed on you if you're heavy? 
I've had that all my life with doctors. And I'm not saying ADHD is the same thing. Like, it's not just, but it's it seemed to be the answer for everything recently. And that's how I always felt about my weight. Like, oh, you're heavy. Why am I heavy? Please look at, please look at what else is going on here. So I've read more. I've learned more from some of the content creators I follow who have ADHD or ADHD life coaches that there's more like a low and slow kind mm-hmm. of medicine. It's not an instant kick in and it's just... It's kind of like how I've been taking edibles, basically. And I, I think that might be better than trying to just pop edibles that make me a little too high sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm such a weenie. Oh, no, I have such a low tolerance. It's ridiculous. There are edibles that it's like, it's supposed to be like one gummy is the dose. And I have to cut it in like six. <laughs> just a little nibble off the side. <laughs> Pretty much. I can't even take the full night gummy because I have trouble waking back up like 10 hours oh, later. No. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, from what I've seen with ADHD, um, you know, in the industry I work in, is that it affects, there are such different yeah. uh, nuances to it. And some some people are affected with the yeah. focus, some people are affected with hyperactivity, some have oversensitivity or hypersensitivity to different things, or they need that that stimulation so i think that it's it's very diverse the dopamine whatever it is yeah um the hypersensitivity is definitely me i have trouble wearing certain materials tags are just like the bane of my existence tags on my clothes certain things like that like i don't like sitting on certain furniture when it's too i like when when i was couch shopping recently and of course didn't get anything i was touching the fabric and there were certain fabrics that i was and that was i think a couple days later i was listening to something where it was saying like we can't have certain things in our skin i'm like oh that explains so much like my wool uniform skirts growing up in school i always had to have something else underneath it and like that that feeling i don't it makes me like get the ick like the heebie-jeebies if like that kind of stuff touches my skin though I do have the same pair of yoga pants in you know six or seven different of them that I Mm -hmm. switch through but I also work from home and I don't have to be (laughs) I actually think my mom might have ADHD too like that might be where I got it because she starts all the projects that she never finishes she's very weird about touching like she only only when she wants to cuddle she's part cat only when she wants to cuddle or hug. Otherwise, go away. You're an idiot. Like, why, why am I hugging? Like, I, I don't want to. My mom cannot focus on stuff. Like, she still hasn't unpacked her apartment when she moved over a year ago now. And she just lives like it's it's like a hoarding situation that she's just fine with. See, that would freak me out. Yeah, like some of the stuff that I'm just like, when I recognize the thing, I'm like, oh, I, that sounds a lot like my mom. Which always made me very sad that I was like my mother, but... <laughs> You're a very good mom. You're all about your kids all the day, all the night. That's why I, even the thing I was texting you about, you were saying like, you're there at every practice. You're at every gymnastics. You're at, and I'm like, geez, cast like, oops, sorry, Lisa cut that. Uh, <clears throat> and I'm like, you're at every kind of practice and everything. And I'm like, give yourself a break, man. Just, just go walk the, the track and come back. Like you need to be you and remember you're a woman and everything else. But I, you're way more involved in everything and like uh, handling everything like a rock star than my parents ever even gave a crap about. Like it's you're you're. Well, I, I get exhausted for you, and I'm not a mom. <laughs> I'm not even a real aunt here. Like 
Well, I mean, I usually take a book to read or one of your books to work on or, you know, I have to carve out little times for myself. Oh, for sure. I love when you sneak me pictures from inside whatever that one guy you were like the dad reading the book and everybody was goo goo gaga over him. I was laughing. You're sneaking me pictures from inside. (laughs) From the gymnastics studio. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. And you're sending me sneak pictures of the guy. And I'm just like, hey, like whatever the moms are teeing about today oh yeah yeah i said this is your next uh male lead and you said i'm not into the the what hot single dad trope or something yeah because i don't i don't know much about kids and i i don't write kids very well and uh it makes me nervous plus i it, it, it's kind of traumatic because i can't have kids not that i anymore want them i used to really want them when i was younger but i needed like a a dad for those kids so that part wasn't working either but yeah so when I found out I couldn't have kids it was very devastating but uh you being a mom is very helpful because I don't know I could have written Topher and Seraphine if you hadn't been there like yep no this tracks nope this is how you handle her what was the one recently I asked you about oh the baby the baby you sent me the baby and the walker yeah and you're like yeah no you can't it was a walker and so yeah I had done research when my kids were a little bit younger and so the bouncers are fine but the walkers and I don't want to offend anybody but the the walkers I've read are outlawed in Canada because they cause hip problems in kids and so I was like we were never having a walker and so I gave you a different idea for what he could be in for his age yeah yeah no and you're super helpful with that like even the one time you were like I don't think they can eat this yet and I was I was on the wrong month I was looking at it like nine month old well, because when I write, I have like 40 million freaking tabs open. So I had accidentally clicked on the nine to 12 month and Tover was still under six months or something. Right. So I love the fact that we did this whole thing and we didn't really talk much about the books. So I have a feeling that's what everybody wanted from this conversation. So I would love to have you back on. This was this was so well, I get nervous anyway, but it was so much easier than talking with a new <laughs> author that I've never met. <laughs> yeah, I even took notes. I was like, I need to write down everybody's love interest because I get them switched around. So I've got all my little notes right here. So, yeah, I'd love to come back on anytime. I, it's just fun. I never we never get a chance to just catch up and like. I do want to talk about the characters and like what you see, because I know like Karma Bakery is your favorite. And like, I just mm-hmm. there's so much behind the scenes that I think would be fun to talk about. Like the fact that the recent uh, we'll have to put spoilers on this anyway, but the recent Artemis, the the way it went with Darby wasn't the original outline. You helped me figure out that maybe I needed to tone it back because they couldn't all be idiots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were really nervous that. That you were like double crossing, yeah. Um, some of your characters, yeah. you felt like it wasn't authentic, and so we went through that. And I think that you are you're just too close to the situation sometimes, yeah. and you have to take a step back and, and let somebody else say it's okay. Yeah, and you're very good at being like, no, I see the arc, I see the change, I see the. But yeah, because it was really funny because I think it was on book character growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like book twenty, and you're like, um how much trouble is Darby getting into? Cause like, aren't you running out of books in this series? And I was like, Oh, Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had to change. I, well, I didn't have to, but I, I didn't like the way the original outline was. So I toned it back and 
I mean, that's the kind of stuff I... We were just having fun. It's Black Friday. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm about to go shopping with some of my aunts, and they're real nosy. What? But um, Oh, yeah. I'm doing this at... Too because... can, they, can they hear or not? <laughs> yeah. They know you're doing it, and they're going to grill you. But they're... It's, it's okay. We're going to go... Um... So down here, there is one main road for shopping in the next town over. And they said, we're going to this road. And I went, mm. and my mom said, no, no, it's at the non-shopping end. They're going to an at-home store, which is like a home. Yeah, goods. we have those. So I'm just going to let my uh, kids run around and look at Christmas decorations. Oh, and cute. then I think we're just going to have lunch, which I can't eat. And then, mm-hmm. um, sorry, we will. <laughs> just, it's not funny. Nap. It's not funny. That, I know. But it's just the way you say it. Like, which I can't eat. Like, oh, there was some sass there. <laughs> I want to give a big thanks to my editor for joining me for such a fun conversation. Also, to all of our fans for checking this podcast out. I hope you liked what you heard and decide to stick around. Please make sure to subscribe to the Fat Books Podcast on YouTube or Spotify or that little purple icon on your Apple device. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook to stay up to date on who we're recording with and when the episodes are coming out. There's also a Patreon if you want to support the podcast and keep it going. Now let's hear a bit about what I've got coming up for you guys. So the pre-order for Sarah's coming up sometime soon, whenever I get it up. Um, the release will be the 15th of this month. House of Gardner is coming out. The edits are almost done. So the next Inez is coming out sometime in January. And I'm currently working on the next Artemis. I just started it, but I'm not confirming that is the next book because... So we're penciling that in, but I'm not confirming it until I'm at least halfway done because I don't like to confirm that unless I know that I'm at least halfway through. Even though most people didn't read The Naughty Witches, the three that I put out, I decided to have the the last three that I wrote edited because they were just sitting there. So even if most people won't read them, they will be coming out whenever my editor gets around to them just because I felt bad for them just sitting there when some people will read them. So I don't know when those will be released, but sometime. I'm, you know, just whenever they get edited we'll, we'll put them out but yeah so that's what's coming up in the next few months i want to thank everybody who played in the reindeer games of the black friday promos and freebies it seemed like everybody was having fun with the comments and the shares we gave away a lot of books like tens of thousands of books and i'm glad a lot of people got to share with their friends and it was just a lot of good fun and i know a lot of people were excited that i did that and i i I genuinely enjoy doing that every year it's a bit of an early christmas that i like to give back to my fans who don't have always the money to check out other series or have them as their bookshelves because they do the kindle direct so thank you for everybody who's did it i saw that the people were leaving extra reviews which i always appreciate i really do appreciate the reviews even if i don't read them because i'm a very sensitive girl it really does help with the amazon algorithms and stuffs so i appreciate it all i love you guys a lot and i hope everybody has a really great holiday whatever you celebrate and i hope we all have a better new year so lots of love to you guys and uh i'll see you in the next podcast